With another year in the books and another one ahead, have you thought long and hard about what you're hoping to accomplish in the next 12 months? Either way, today's episode is for you. This is Iron Mike Stedman, and you're listening to The Transition, where we demystify the entrepreneur experience for veterans and military spouses. Before we jump into the show, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast hosting platform. I'd also greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes. The Transition is brought to you by Bunker Labs, where we provide community programs and courses to help military veterans and military spouses start and grow successful businesses and startups. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. What's going on, Bunker? Happy New Year. It's hard to believe it's been almost three years since we launched this platform. I remember like it was yesterday, I was stuck at home in the midst of the pandemic, trying to figure out what my next move was going to be. And I launched uh, Ironbound Media and I pitched Bonker Labs on creating a show for the community because I know a lot of you out there were going through it and needed some education and some inspiration while you tried to build your businesses and navigate the pandemic. And I'm so thankful and blessed that, you know, we're almost 150 episodes later and we're still here creating great content and being able to engage you all. And, you know, one of the things that each new year presents is an opportunity for me to just do some reflection on the why behind this particular platform. And for me, you know, over the holidays, you know, I had some quiet time to myself, did some reading and writing, and I was so energized by what we're doing here with this podcast and the Bunker Labs in general, because it's been a hard road out there for a lot of veterans and military spouses. You know, I know a lot of you out there, whether you've started your business or are thinking about starting your business, you know, that transition has not been easy. You know, every day on social media, I hear about veterans that are struggling to transition, uh, getting jobs, getting laid off, you know, having trouble raising capital. And that's why I think it's so important for us to share these knowledge and insights that we're able to gather as a community to make it easier for the rest of us. And I firmly believe that whether you have a job or not, it's very important for us as a community to learn how to create value and monetize that value through our own ventures because the economy is always shifting and changing, right? And if you ever find yourself in a dire situation, it's just a great skill set to be able to have as an entrepreneur. And, you know, one of my things, and I was actually talking to another entrepreneur about it, is that my goal this year is to continue growing my craft of being an entrepreneur. I don't think you can ever master the craft, but you can get better um, and better. And so, you know, over the years, I've done a lot of different things on the show, right? Obviously, capturing stories from many of you out there in the community, inviting on SMEs that I've come across, guys like Justin Jackson, who's a phenomenal entrepreneur. Honestly, he's one of the best entrepreneurs I've ever come across because he's no fluff. He keeps it real. And he's just very like, I don't know. He just has a style to him that's not salesy or gimmicky. You know, I was able to have him on where he talked about the importance of finding a, a market, the right market uh, before starting your business. And then also being able to do some ecosystem mapping on here, bringing in some of the founders of the different veteran venture funds out there. And one of the ones I'm looking forward to is bringing on somebody from a CDFI to talk about 
that as an opportunity for many of you all to get capital. So this has been just kind of great to kind of think about over the last few years, what we've done right, but also want to think about the future and what I'm looking to do. So, you know, for one, you're going to see more of me continue to lean in and do solo episodes because, you know, I am you. Some of you might be a little bit ahead of me. Some of you might be a little bit behind me. But when I think about this space that I sit in, you know, I get to represent the transitioning veteran entrepreneur. You know, I remember what it was like in 2018 when I left my job, full-time job, to go in on my venture. And I just remember not even being able to sleep. I remember those first three months of like, yo, like I was just anxious, just getting up at five o'clock every day. And I also remember what it was like when I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was just kind of winging it. And, you know, thank God I came across mentors and, you know, I won that pitch competition and I hired a business coach. But before that, man, if I hadn't done those things, I don't know where I would have ended up. But clearly I must be doing something right because I'm still here. And you know what? I'm really thankful for that, too, because, you know, when you get beat up as an entrepreneur and it's real easy to fall into the comparison trap. But I look around and I realize that there are businesses that didn't make it out of last year. There are entrepreneurs, sadly, that didn't make it out of last year. And so by me being able to sit here and talk to you all today on this show, that's a blessing within itself. And my ventures are still moving forward. You know, we took some hits last year, but it's all right. You know, I'm a boxer. Like I say, I'm Muhammad Ali, jaw been broke, been knocked down, but I know how to get up off the canvas and we're still moving forward. And so just exciting time, man. I'm excited for all the things that we're going to do on this show. I am going to be a beast this year, too, because there are some entrepreneurs that I was looking to get on the show last year that I wasn't able to. I just sent out a tweet to Matt Cromwell from Rare Breed Ventures. He's a venture capitalist, is super active on Twitter. He puts a lot of educational content out there, and uh, he's on my hit list to get on this show this year. And then also... A lot of the different programs out there that are available to the veteran, entrepreneurial, and military spouse community that sometimes they can overlap with some of our programs here in the bunker. But at the end of the day, I do feel like we need to map out this ecosystem so that people understand, hey, where the opportunities are. Because again, I've done a lot of incubators and accelerators, some good, some not so much, but that's kind of the knowledge and stuff that I want to be able to pass along to you all. So it's exciting, man. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to actually get into today for you all is, you know, setting priorities for 2024. And particularly, what are you planning to prioritize? You know, every year I do this exercise called reflect back and look forward. And I ask myself, you know, hey, what went well last year? You know, I'll talk about myself in this example and you can apply it to yours. But, you know, when I look back on last year, a lot of good things happened. You know, I got this fellowship for the Fund for New Leadership, which was for $225,000. I got a grant from the Dick Sporting Goods Foundation for $75,000. I mean, I freaking raised a lot of money for Ironbound Boxing, which was just it, something that I had dreamed about in, you know, 2016 when I first launched the gym. But that didn't happen. The success that I have, I never knew it would happen like damn near seven years later. But I'm thankful for it nonetheless. Had an opportunity to travel to Peru with my now fiance, Simone, and see Machu Picchu, which was a blessing. And then, man, just had a, you know, 
I just grew as an entrepreneur. You know, I got better. I was able to refine some of my packages on the Ironbound Media side. You know, I became a partner in a coaching organization called Flawless Acceleration. So a lot of positives, man. But then I also got to be honest and say, hey, what didn't work well? You know, for one, I did not adopt a solid morning routine that protected me when times got rough. Because when I hit that rough patch last summer, you know, I was off my rocker, right? And when you're down on the canvas and you're going through it, you know, there's things that you know you should be doing. You got to have the discipline to do it even when you don't feel like it. And I wasn't doing those things. And I suffered because of it. You know, I was spending too much time isolated and not enough time forcing myself to kind of be social and get out and about instead of just kind of lulling, being a woe is me, you know, inside my apartment trying to navigate, you know, my own kind of personal mental health. And so, you know, that didn't work well for me. The other thing I got to be honest about was like, I got way too busy last year. Like, and you know what? Some of it's on me, right? Because you get a lot of opportunities. The more successful you get, you get more opportunities. People are always reaching out and asking you, hey, can you be a mentor for this program? You know, hey, can you do this TV show? Can you do this? We want to feature you here. We want to feature you there. And you're traveling and you're moving around, but it takes a toll, right? Because you're not actually being effective, right? So I was like way too busy. And I want to, you know, another thing was like, I have this vision for the type of content I want to create with this platform and some others. And, you know, I didn't do the best job of setting up the systems and processes to ensure I was able to do that kind of rain, sleet, hell or snow. Because like, even for me to record a solo episode like this, it's got to be quiet. You know, I can't be bouncing in between Zoom meetings and things like that. And so, you know, just getting better at that. And then the other thing that didn't work so well for me was, you know, even when my business, Ironbound Media, and honestly, my other ones is that I'm still the chief revenue generator, right? So I, I haven't unlocked the code yet to where I just get this constant stream of warm referrals. I get referrals, don't get me wrong, but like I still have to kick up dirt. And I want to get to the point to where I don't have to kick up dirt, that I can just stay in my zone of genius and we're still able to drive revenue and I can scale up a bit. And scale is a funny word, right? Because, you know, I know a lot of us have aspirations of scaling our businesses. But for me, scaling means getting more out of the day to day and focusing on the fun stuff that I enjoy doing, the stuff that fills my cup and allows me to bring the most value. But also, I don't want to scale up and manage a bunch of people. But that's just me personally. And I know a lot of you have different aspirations, particularly those that are trying to raise venture capital and uh, grow your startup. But to each his own, right? I'm just kind of being reflective myself. And I want to think about, too, of like, hey, you know, what are things that I could have done better that I didn't take advantage of? You know, as I think about last year, right, my first book came out, Black Veteran Entrepreneur. Uh, Thank you all out there that published it, that purchased it, sorry, and left us a review. Me and my co-author, Alana Abernathy, that just kind of means the world to us because that was a dream of mine. Ever since I kind of started reading, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great to write a book? And then I became an entrepreneur and I just found so much value out of reading books in the early days because, you know, a lot of the authors out there are my mentors. I've never met Jim Collins, but I'm not going to call him an official mentor, but like reading his book, Good to Great, really inspired me. You know, Chris Lockhead, who is an official mentor of mine wrote the book, Play Bigger, you know, he inspired me and I wanted to follow in those footsteps. And so having the courage to 
write and publish my own book was a big accomplishment. But I didn't do the best job of actually marketing it. I mean, that's what people tell you. Like, books don't sell themselves, right? You go through the process of writing a book, but you got to get out there and you got to do the ground game. You got to work the events. You got to give talks. And, you know, that's something that I'm going to be focusing on this year. You know, Alana and I just got the audio book done. So I'm excited about that. But that's something that I could have done a little bit better, you know, just to be quite honest with you. But, you know, I will say this, too, about, you know, reflecting back. Sometimes we also have to recognize that, like, hindsight's twenty twenty, And when you're in the moment, a lot of us are just doing the best we can with what we have, you know, and just trying to get better. And so you don't want to lull too much on the past, but you do just kind of want to be honest with yourself, do a little quick assessment, and then say, okay, now what do I need to take advantage of in the future, right? Where can I improve? And so, again, you know, there's a couple of different ways you can go about doing this. You can do the OKR method, right, where you set an objective for the year and maybe one to three objectives. But honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to be willing to bet you don't have a big team yet. You know, it's probably just you and your co-founder. And so, you know, when you're managing your family and you've got all these other responsibilities, some of you might be still working a full time and want to launch a venture and you want to set like three to five different parties. You're setting yourself up for failure on that. So I'm going to challenge you to be like, hey, what's the one thing that you want to accomplish above anything else in 2024? And go ahead and uh, put that down on paper. I know for me, the one thing is really building and refining what we call in this authority machine. Because like I told you all before, one of the challenges that I have in my ventures is that I am still the chief rainmaker. Right. So don't, I get grants and things through Ironbound Boxing is just brand kind of standing out. You know, we have some staying power that I realize is like super important now. But still, it's still a lot of Iron Mike Stedman, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies to pull these things across the line. And, you know, same thing when I'm getting clients, et cetera. And so what is going to allow me to create more impact and more value in my community here locally in Newark? And with you all out there is if I can get this authority machine dialed in to where lead generation is just happening concurrently, right? Between the podcast that I put out, uh, Dog Whistle Brandon that I host for Ironbound Media, and then, you know, Black Better and Entrepreneur, and I'm working on my second book, Dog Whistle Brandon, just getting that into a well-oiled machine, putting that content out there, getting feedback on it, and allowing it to work for itself. And that's going to unlock a lot of value. But there's some implied tasks there, right? Like, I got to make sure that, you know, I have a process for writing. I got a process for publishing. I got a process for scheduling interviews, right? There's a lot of things that you have to do. That's why when I say, hey, when you pick one key objective you want to accomplish for the year, understand that you do have those implied tasks. And so if you have more objectives, that's more implied tasks. And then that's how you find yourself feeling overwhelmed. But in addition to kind of laying that out like that one thing, I think a good exercise for all of us to do, and I'm giving myself, honestly, till the end of the week, because I need to give this to my coach and business partner, uh, Jeff Avinson, of really just kind of planting ourselves in the future of, let's say it's, you know, New Year's Day, 2024, now December 31st, 2024. What does the world look like, you know, and literally planning us there 
and giving a toast to our friends. And we're giving all the highlights and accomplishments that we've done. But literally going through that motion of feeling it. You got to actually feel it. And I know this sounds hokey pokey, but I even think back to when I was at the Naval Academy. My sophomore year of college, I found myself fighting for the national championship. And before the fight, I was in a broom closet, y'all, crying my eyes out because I was so nervous. But I started to just kind of close my eyes and really just kind of imagine visualizing the boxing match that was coming. And one of the things that made me actually cry was because I envisioned getting my hand raised. And I could feel that all that sacrifice, the year, everything I had gone through. And the feeling of getting my hand raised and winning that national championship just overwhelmed me, right? And the tears start falling. And so even during boxing, right, I was big on, like, visualization and playing yourself in that role and speaking it. I used to go to practice every day and tell everyone, I'm going to be a national champion. I'm going to be a national champion. I'm going to be a national champion. So much so that after I won, a lot of my teammates caught on to it, and I heard, it, I heard them saying, I'm going to be a national champion. And guess what? It happened. But when you start to go through life, and I got further and further away from actually competing in the ring, right? A lot of that stuff that made me successful in the ring, I still do it, but I haven't done the best job of intentionally applying it to this current field of play, which is being an entrepreneur. But now that I recognize it, I'm course correcting and I'm fixing it. And so it's important for us to practice visualization. And I want you to visualize, like I said, New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2024. But let's go one step further. Let's not just visualize it. I want you to write it down. I want you to write down what your year looks like, what you want to accomplish, and what your, you know, just your general goals, right? So I know I said for your business, you've got that overall objective that you want to accomplish. But again, there's different formats. But list out what you want to accomplish business-wise, professional-wise, and personally. So, like, I talked about, man, I want to be the type of person that gets up at 5 a.m. every day, right? So I got to go through a little bit of a transformation for that, and it's not going to be easy, but that's something that I want to do. I want to make sure I'm taking care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I also want to be a good writer, right? I want to improve my craft. So I'm reading a lot of books. I'm writing the newsletters. I'm doing all the things that I can. So putting that down. And then, you know, I just recently got engaged. And so, you know, starting to build that life with my fiance as well, being more intentional about how we're spending our times together. You know, I was just this morning, you know, as I started this new routine, right? I'm like, all right, I want to get up and I want to make some coffee, but I don't have the right equipment yet. So I was thinking about, oh man, what kind of coffee classes are there out there that her and I can do together? to learn how to craft, you know, make good home coffee, whether that's the pour over and all that other stuff. And I know it might sound silly, but these are things that are important to me personally heading into the new year. And I'm going to write these things down and then I'm going to send it to Jeff. And he's made a commitment to read it back to me, you know, at the end of next year. I just find that there's power in writing stuff down getting it down on paper. That's why if you see me, you'll always see me carrying a notebook around because, you know, over the last few years, we have been just so inundated with these digital devices between our phones, our laptops, if you got a desktop, 
If you got an iPad, it feels like we're always just kind of online on this digital world. And so it's important for me to start writing stuff, you know, on my little mole skin because I am finding that it's hard for me to remember things at times just on the d digital devices. But regardless of what you use, I want you to write it down and I want you to make it plain. And honestly, if you want me to take a look at your goal, please feel free to send it to me. You know, I'm not hard to find, right? You can add me on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman, or, you know, I'm going to send a newsletter out. So I haven't done a great job at all with the transition newsletter, but that's another priority I'm working on. So I'm going to, I'm actually going to do a newsletter that's going to drop with this show as well. And if you want to send me your goals, you want me to read through them, I'll be happy to do so. All you got to do is hit reply to the newsletter that comes out or message them directly to me on LinkedIn, Iron Mike Stedman, or Instagram, Iron Mike Stedman, and I'll get back to you. So I want us to build together. You know, that's what this is about, man. This is not just about me jumping on here and riffing. Look at me. It's about us sharing lessons learned and engaging one each other and holding each other accountable. Because here's also what I know, right? I'm very blessed to live in the New York City metro area. So there's a lot of things going on. There's a great ecosystem here. But I know that those of you that are scattered out the country and the world, you may or may not have that kind of community around you. And we're trying to do our best by creating, by making these communities more accessible to you online through our different programs here at the Bunker. But even if you are not able to participate in those programs, show up and listen to this show each week, right? And I... I am reachable. You can reach out to me because I know this provides a lot of, I don't know, motivation and encouragement to you all out there that are scattered to the winds. And so, you know, my challenge to you for this week is just get really clear about what you're hoping to accomplish in 2024. Figure out how you can set some accountability to keep you track, to keep you on track, to hit whatever goals you have. And let's make sure you make it plain, right? Like visualize what it's going to feel like and write it down. And again, if you want to send it to me, I'd be happy to take a look. So as always, I appreciate you all. I have one ask. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the transition newsletter at the link in the show notes. Again, I will drop a newsletter with this show that drops. And uh, let's get the conversation started online. Till next week, everyone. Peace, love. Have a great rest of your week.